This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and, if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Well, it's July. Not just July, though. Plastic-free July. Like Veganuary, Plastic-Free July has become an established part of our eco-calendar, giving us our yearly nudge to try and kick our Western addiction to single-use plastic. Now, according to National Geographic, half of all plastics ever manufactured have been made in the last 15 years. It's quite concerning, isn't it? And every year, apparently about 8 million tonnes of plastic waste escapes into the oceans from coastal nations. That's the equivalent of emptying five rubbish bags full of rubbish on every foot of coastline around the world. Now, apparently plastics often contain additives, making them stronger and more flexible and more durable. But the unfortunate thing is that many of these additives can extend the life of products if they become litter, with some estimates ranging to at least 400 years to break down. So if William Shakespeare had used a plastic bag for his shopping, perhaps had a drink from a plastic bottle or worn an item of synthetic clothing, the chances are that that item would still exist now. Although, of course, we don't really know. Not just that, but it now seems that no place on Earth is free from plastic pollution. Microplastics have been found on every continent, in the deepest part of the ocean and on the top of the highest mountain. All really shocking figures about the quantity of plastic we use and discard and the information that we're discovering about the effect of plastic on the environment is all bad news too. We were all shocked when David Attenborough showed us pictures of sea life tangled or starving in discarded plastic items. But sometimes the damage is more subtle. Researchers in China have found that microplastic pollution causes significant damage to populations of soil-dwelling mites, larvae and other tiny creatures that maintain the fertility of the soil that we rely on. Sadly, when the Ver Valley Society do their monthly working parties cleaning up the River Ver, they always find that however much plastic litter they take out of the river, there's always more there next time, providing danger to river life like the fantastic water voles that have just been reintroduced into the River Ver, but also working its way gradually down to the sea where it will join the huge amounts of plastic already accumulated there. Danny Jefferson of Jefferson Crafts is keen to offer us easy alternatives to single-use plastic items and she too has been looking into some of the shocking facts about plastic pollution. Yeah, so I found that households in the UK use enough cling film to wrap around the Earth's circumference 30 times. That's a lot of cling film. That's a lot of cling <laughs> film, going right. to waste. And our beaches have an average of about 35 uh, wipes per kilometre, which is also, again, a lot of wipes and chemicals going into the, the earth. 35 wipes per kilometre. And I'm thinking how many kilometres of coastline we have. Oh, my goodness, that is, is dreadful, isn't it? That's really quite shocking, yeah, isn't so it? Yeah, so tonnes of wipes and That's wipes. right. Yeah. So... What is it that particularly concerns you about plastic? Why do you worry about it so much? 
there's just so much of it. It's harming the, the earth and it's harming the animals and there is no need for it. We don't need plastic. There's so many other alternatives that you can use that you don't need to have plastic and so much faster biodegradable things. So, I, yeah, I'm very against plastic. Right. Okay. So with your business, Jefferson Crafts, you're trying to provide plastic-free options. Let's start, shall we start, with those wipes that have been found up and down our beaches. How can we avoid using disposable wipes? Um, So we make reusable wipes. So you use them, you put your makeup remover on the back or your cleansers or your toners, whatever you like to use. You can even use them with water. You use them, then you pop them in the washing machine and then they just, you can use them again and again. I've had mine for four years and they're still going real strong. Um, So you don't need to be using disposable ones. And I've also saved myself a lot of money because disposable ones, you're buying 25 30 in a packet and then you have to go buy that packet again which is two three pounds each time whereas you buy our wipes you get five wipes for seven pounds but that as i said four years so in the long run you've actually saved yourself a lot of money indeed and just tell me just so we can just understand really the specifics of how we did this we can just put those in the wash with everything else just an ordinary 30 degree wash yeah i just pop mine in with my clothes i literally use it pop it in the wash basket and they go in with the clothes right and how about and then you just hang them out on a little peg just thinking yeah i just hang them out on the washing line leave them to dry there's no special treatments or care for them it's just normal washing 30 degrees and that's it that's Very quite easy, easy to look after. And no nasty chemicals involved there either. No, no nasty chemicals. And then that's not also going into the earth. Now, that sounds good. Perhaps a little bit easier than I thought as well. So let's just stay in the bathroom for a moment. So um, thinking about your shampoo, your conditioner, your hand wash, what do you have to offer to avoid single-use plastic there? Uh, so we sell shampoo and conditioner bars for all different hair types. So we have, if you want to add volume to your hair, we have one. We have dry and flaky, uh, nourish, so if you have particularly dry ends. And they're all bars instead of using plastic. I like to put mine inside a soap saver, which is a cotton bag, which lathers the soap up really thick and foamy. And then that I love rubbing that across my head. It gives it a nice scrub. Um and that's really easy to use. A lot of people find that shampoo bars need a vinegar rinse. Ours doesn't. Ours work exactly the same as shampoo and conditioner from a bottle. You just literally use it, rinse it, and you're done. Well, I, you've got rather lovely hair. Do you use the shampoo and conditioner bars? I do, yeah. I've tried the volume and body one and the dry and flaky and the deep cleansing. I'm working my way through trying every single one. <laughs> And you like them. They what, what, Do they smell nice? Are they pleasant to use? Yeah, they all smell different. They're all different colours as well. But yeah, they all have a different scent to them and all smell really good. Okay, they sound they sound lovely as well. And I suppose it makes sense, doesn't it? There's an awful lot of different shampoos out there that perhaps if you aren't quite happy with the first shampoo bar that you try, then there's, there's others to try, like you say. Yeah, though that's how I got into it. I did try different shampoo bars before I got into the ones that we sell. And I didn't like them I didn't enjoy using them and I can see why people would be against them from the ones that I tried before these ones but actually I fell in love with the ones that we use and that's why I stock them because I just I think they're the best and I think they're the best alternative to plastic bottles of shampoo. 
Okay, well, that sounds like a lovely personal recommendation. It's great when when you hear somebody who's actually tried something themselves. So let's move out of the bathroom and into the kitchen now. So in the kitchen, you know, we've got our cloths for wiping up and we've got things to scrub, um, troublesome pans or whatever. What are those made from and why are they a problem? So a lot of the scrubbers have microplastics in them um, or sponges. They all contain microplastics, which you're then washing them down the plug hole, which is then going back into the sea and down to the beaches, which is then going into the earth and harming those animals again. Right. OK, so 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 not good there. So what do you have to offer um, to avoid those plastics? So we make cotton dishcloths with a cotton scrub in them and they are made from 100 percent cotton. Um, so there's no plastics involved in those and they're washable. So you just pop those in the washing machine as well and you can use those again and again. Um, and then we also do a jute pan scrubber, which is made from the hemp plant. So they're naturally antibacterial. And then you just use that. Again, you can put them in the washing. You can boil them so you can sterilise them with the kettle. But you don't need to. As I said, they're naturally antibacterial. But they're not shedding any plastics. And then at the end of its life, you can just put it in the compost. And it just naturally decomposes and there's no damage to the earth. Okay, that sounds great as well. Um, and, uh, And as you say, great to know that at the end of its life... It's just, you know, contributing to the organic matter in the soil. That's brilliant. So now let's think about that cling film that's going around the earth however many times. That was a a really quite a shocking statistic there, wasn't it? So, I mean, it is so convenient, but obviously it is a problem. What do we use instead of cling film? You know, just for that, I don't know, a little bit of leftovers in a bowl. How do we keep that um, nice and sealed and safe in the fridge? Uh, So we have two different types of food covers. So we do vegan wax wraps, which are soy wax, jojoba oil and pine rosin, which make them sticky and tacky and make them more behave like cling film. And you can pop that over and the heat of your hand will seal it to the jar or the bowl, or you can even put food directly onto them um, and put that in your fridge and keep them nice. Or we do uh, bowl covers which you pop, they're elasticated, they're cotton and they've got an elastic around the outside of them and you pop that over the top of a bowl and then you can pop that in the fridge and keep all your food nice and fresh. Okay, so just starting with the the wax wrappers, how do we look after those? So they're quite easy to look after. You You can't put them on top of hot food because obviously the wax will melt. Um, and to clean them, we do have videos on our YouTube of how to care for them. And when you buy them, we provide instructions on how to look after them. Um, but quickly, it's just you can rinse them under cold water and that will wash off any chunks of food. And you can quickly wipe it over with the dishcloth when you're washing up, but very quickly, just so that you're not melting any of the wax off. And that right. Will keep it okay. fresh. And the, and the elasticated bowl covers, can we pop those in the washing machine? Yep, they go straight in the washing machine. If you get anything on them or they smell, if you've put them over onion or something with a particular smell, you can just put them in the washing machine. We do ours again with our clothes. They just all go in, wash it, and then come back out again. Nice nice and easy. That really does sound great. Now, you've got a bit of a story to tell us, haven't you, um, about um, a health inspector who came uh, to your market store do- doing his job. D- just tell us that story. I think it's lovely. Yeah, so on uh, last Saturday, 
we were at Bushy Farmer's Market and the health inspector came around and was looking at everybody's stool. Um, We don't sell food, so we weren't a priority to him. He didn't really have an interest, but he still came over and had a look at us. And then he went to the next stool to us, which was food, and told them that they need to invest in some reusable um, food covers and should have a look at us because we've got some nice ones. (laughs) You must have been delighted with that. We were. It was <laughs> it was quite a funny thing to see. I was quite happy. It is, but also isn't it lovely to to hear how how somebody is incorporating the, more of the ideas of sustainability into their work? It was. It was great to hear and lovely to have him as a recommendation when he'd only met us that day. He obviously felt very passionately about what we did as well. So it's lovely to hear it. And what kind of feedback do you get from um, your customers about how they're finding your products helping them? It's normally a very great response. We hear quite often that it's grey, that they're buying it for friends and family. Um, People do love what we do. (laughs) Which is great to hear. And a lot of um, people have started saying that we're super eco as we save the fabric from going to landfill. So they've gone with it's eco, but it's even more eco because we've saved the waste as well. So, so just fill us in there. So the fabric that you use for all your lovely products, you try and save. Um, wh- where does it come from? So we work with clothing alterations companies, factories that only print down the middle. So take all of their waste and repurpose it into these products so that they're not having such high waste as well. Well, well, so when we're buying products from your company, that's just another green glow to enjoy, isn't it? Brilliant to hear. So if we want to buy your lovely Jefferson Crafts products, where will we find them? So we're on St. Albans Farmers Market, Harpenden Farmers Market. We're even in Eat Whole Foods. We're also on Watford Market. And you can find us on our website, jeffersoncrafts.com. Couldn't be easier, could it? Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. I was talking there to Danny Jefferson of Jefferson Crafts. Now, cutting down on single-use plastic is something that I know I could improve a lot on. And I've been following Plastic Free July on social media. And they have like a step that we can take each day to swap out a plastic item. It's going to take me a while to cut out single-use plastic completely, but I'm just trying to take on some of their suggestions. It really is the case that wherever you are starting from, Every little helps. Every plastic item you can cut out is going to make a difference. And of course, if we all do something, we really can make a big difference. Of course, we're lucky here in St Albans not just to have Jefferson Crafts offering alternatives to single-use plastic. Eat Whole Foods on Hatfield Road offer a refill service so that you can have your own containers refilled with your whole foods or your own bottles refilled with personal or household cleaning products. There's also the refill pantry at Carpenter's Farm Shop where you can buy all sorts of things loose and you can bring your own bottles for oils and vinegars as well as minor figures oat milk which you can get on tap. And whilst you're at Carpenter's perhaps try some of their loose local grown fruit and veg some of which is even grown right there themselves or how about their Red Bourneberry Mill fresh baked bread again sold plastic free and some of it even made with local grain. There's also My Refill Life based in Harpenden who brings refills right to your doorstep. Now if you missed my conversation back in June with Viviana, founder of My Refill Life, then check out the podcast page of RadioVerilon.com where you can find that conversation along with other editions of Environment Matters.
And don't forget that most sanitary products contain plastic and when there's a storm surge which overwhelms sewage farms, they can end up going from our toilets straight into rivers. So by heeding those warnings about not putting sanitary products down the loo, you're not just avoiding a very unpleasant drains blockage, you're also keeping plastic out of the environment. Better still, opt for a reusable option. Now, Danny tells me that Jefferson Crafts have reusable sanitary towels on offer. Um, Also, another option is period pants, like those made by local business superstar Ruby Routes company, Wooka. Or you could try a moon cup type product. Now, the refill pantry stock an organic one for £21. Might seem a lot of money, but it can be reused indefinitely and it's going to be saving you money easily in a few months. Now, Sustainable St Albans have got a resources page on their website with lots of tips on how to cut down your plastic use, as well as some great teaching resources. And if you've got any plastic-free swaps that you'd like to share, then I'd really love to hear them. You can share them on Twitter at RV underscore Environment. On Facebook, I'm at Environment Matters on Radio Verulam, or by email at amanda at radioverulam.com. I'm just off to check out if my tea bags contain any plastic. Plenty of plastic-free tea bags out there now, and I think that's an easy swap that I could make. I'm going to be back at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.